What does it mean to live life to the fullest, train to your potential and perform at your best? Leave nothing on the table. That's a non-negotiable, is that I, I strive to be better every day. Because if I'm not on top of my game, how is anybody else going to follow me down the road? Keep demanding more of yourself to, to live up to that potential and to stay hungry. Training is progress. You know, when I look at the word training, I think of steps, baby steps to get somewhere that you want to be. And that is basically your life journey. It's a mindset in itself, man. It's like, it's not just about, I know that for you, a lot of that's about the physical, but we're constantly in training, whether it's growing our skill sets, whether it's growing our physical bodies, whether it's growing our relationships, whatever. And all of that's a training ground. And that kind of goes back to the mindset that we just talked about. You underestimate yourself and you don't even start. But then once you start, you often surpass what you thought you could do. Perform at your best, mate. That's that's sort of what life is all about. You know, want to have the knowledge, want to have the fitness, the health, the ambition and drive that no matter what comes along, when that next phone call comes, I can just say, yes, I don't have to worry. Just go and do it. Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Live, Train, Perform podcast. I'm your host, Sean Kober. This is part two of a 90-minute conversation that I had with Will Foden. The first episode was all about value systems, which went for roughly 70 minutes. Uh, In this episode, we go through how to structure your training week and give examples of training days. Uh, This is particularly relevant for people that are going back into lockdown, are in quarantine periods or periods of isolation with minimal equipment, etc. But it's also relevant in looking at your uh, structure for the training week, even if you do have access to the gym outdoor environments, etc., etc. Also note that this conversation will be live on my YouTube channel at Performance Functional Training, which I have linked in the show notes. Let's get this episode underway. What I want to go on to next, mate, is obviously you guys are having or not allowed to train. People aren't allowed to train at the gym. None of the gyms in Thailand are open at the moment. So let's discuss some strategies around um, how people can continue focusing on health, training, um, nutrition, all of these principles whilst they're at home and don't have access to the gym. What's something that you're doing with one, yourself, but also to your clients? So the two, I reckon the two points that I've got key, sunlight is number one mm-hmm. because people, you'd be funny, in, even in this part of the world, people have got vitamin D deficiency. They're sat in mm-hmm. front of Zoom all day and they're not taking time for themselves. So me personally, I discussed this on, uh, on my youth, on the youth Instagram about having Pomodoro time and working for 25 minutes on five minutes off. I do that for four cycles and I try and get outside. That's something that's a non, again, non-negotiable for me. I get out in the morning, I get out at lunch and I'll probably after this call, I'll go out for 20 minutes with my missus just to chew the fat and get some steps up. For my clients, um, Obviously, I've, similarly, I, I haven't got many professional athletes. Well, I've got guys who are aspiring to the young fighters, or I've also got some general population clients. The big part of this, like we said about the long-term development plan, is not just putting the hammer down for the hammer down's sake. We use I use um, intensities of days for certain things because I think that is something for a weekly periodization for. A, monthly periodization for a yearly periodization, whatever, is understanding that the body's an adaptive organism and exercise is a stimulus. Not, it's not, a, I'm not in the game of making exercise fun. I'd much rather go surfing than, than me telling someone to go and do steady state cardio because of their blood glucose, for example. But I, they kind of need to, yeah. But yeah. I, I, I undulate. So I use Mondays is usually a medium day. Tuesday is a heavier day. Wednesday is a really light day. So still move. 
but don't you do anything strenuous. Uh, and I repeat that process for Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, purely from an, ad- an adaptive standpoint, I'm giving the body enough time to adapt to what I'm asking it for, but I'm also not fucking it so hard that it's going to have re- diminishing returns, i.e. injury, mm-hmm. i.e. A lot of the time it's motivation as well. If you just keep pumping someone, man, they, they, most people, apart from your guys who they will literally die by the sword and if you told them to run through a brick wall and a salt bike, they'll do it with no problem. Most people can't handle that level of intensity for a long period of time. Yep. Uh, let's go through those days again. You said moderate, then heavy, then light. Give me an example. Yeah. Or give the give, give the listeners a, an example of what you mean by moderate, heavy, light. Let's say, are we uh, talking like an hour training session here? Uh, I try, if, if it's a home workout, I try and have the actual workout of 45 minutes if I can, because mm-hmm. I don't, it, it, but then as we, we are all different, we've all got different uh, mobility routines. We've also got different things like discrepancies. Um, my legs work totally differently than one mm-hmm. or the other because of my injury. So I usually give a 50 minute block for mobility. That's, that's throughout the whole, that's for every training day yep. is having that, that principle, that wraps principle in place. And then stimulus wise, it's, uh, I'll put it in the context of a lot of the guys that I have, they've got, they've got small gyms at home. But even if you mm-hmm. haven't got a gym, is the intensity of your workouts. You can either measure that through heart rate or you can measure that through weight lifted. So if you're in a heart rate, meaning if you're a medium day would be sort of your steady, your, your medium state zone two stuff. So whether that, that's your mixed modal kettlebell cycling, whether that's just your, your interval running, but long distance. And then your heavier days would be your sprint type workouts or your heavier intensity lifting. So whether so that's more, you've got bar- got Yep, so more like neurological. So the Monday, for example, could be uh, a moderate intensity. This might be like a, a bodybuilding style session, full body, um, where you're not completely body hammering building, yourself. Yeah. Yep, or gymnastics yep, yep. as well is a good one for either day. So I use gymnastics on the dependent on a, on a Monday or a Wednesday and it depends, and, and dependent on, on the person as well. Of course. Depending on the person. So levels because of you gymnastics, could, yeah. Yeah, because you could give me like gymnastics for a light day, whereas that might <laughs> yeah, be a heavy you, day for someone else. You're doing push-ups, mate. You can fuck off. <laughs> 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 yeah, but just to give some um, examples for the listeners. So Monday um, might be more of like a, a moderate session. So more of like do your mobility work, then go into... Um, maybe two exercises for the legs. It might be, you know, a moderate weight, um, time under tension. Um, might be, let's say, front squats. And then we might superset that with a lying leg curl or something yeah. like that for the hamstrings. What I've got running at the most, I've, done, I've, got, um, I've had a COVID group for 18 months here. Uh, and the boys, all they've got is a TRX kettlebells. Uh, and body weight and most of them they're not athletes these are just dads who just need they, they want to get out of the house so the, a good structure to a session that i've done is a, is a mobility so it's always core orientated it's always hip mobility and shoulder mobility however they however you cut cake with that whether you're using bands or whether you're using actual like myofascial release or whatever and then mm-hmm. your eight your your first superset i do a functional bodybuilding superset so i'll do an upper and a lower whether you've got a kettlebell front rack lunge or you've got a step up or you've got a goblet squat if there's something simple into a press or a pull uh, upper body, always time and attention, purely because most of them don't want to be having like a set of two kilo incremental kettlebells and they can't keep progressing. So we use time. Yep. And then, so you'll go from that A series down to your B series, could be some accessory work, but make that a little bit conditioning based. So a 10 minute, AMRA, uh, as many rounds as possible of 
single arm overhead lunge into a push up into a TRX roll. And then mm-hmm. either something at the, it's at the end, either a little bit of conditioning or core. That's my sort of, uh, mm-hmm. basic medium stimulus type workout. And then yeah. on a Tuesday, we'll be going for more of the sort of the development stuff. I've mm-hmm. currently got guys doing more power based sprinting work because we're allowed outside. So they're doing more either a kettlebell swing into a sprint or if they're athletes, I'm just doing sprinting or hill sprints. But if they want a bit more variation, I use a mm-hmm. kettlebell swing, a kettlebell snatch, a kettlebell clean into a sprint or stair mm-hmm. work or stuff that's going to take like a one sprint to three work throws. rest. Yeah. So it's something that's going to, you're going to rest a lot, but work really hard. Yeah. That's where the, your, your Tuesday or your, or your Friday will be. And then your Wednesday could be just a gymnastics day or could be a really light bike ride or run or swim or even mate, if you want to get into yoga, I, I'm, I'm, I prefer doing gymnastics because it makes you feel like I'm, I'm doing something more. But even though my sister's a yoga teacher, but that's probably because I, I, I work better with someone doing it with me. So I used to actually zoom my sister, uh, when she was in lockdown and she used to take me through a yoga move just because it's something alien to me, but something that's going to get blood flow. That's going to keep you moving, keep you moving. And keep you stimulated in some respects is also keep you just sat on your bum doesn't do any doesn't do any justice. Yeah, and that's that's providing recovery. That's providing recovery. That's aiding recovery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 which is going to set yeah. you up for the next day. Yeah, I love that. I love that man. Um, something. Do you know who Martin Rooney is? Yeah, yeah. So M- Martin Rooney um started training for Warriors, and I did his level one, level two course many many years ago. Uh, and I loved his structure, and I loved um the way that he put things, and I loved his templates. Um, and something that he said, uh, when he was talking about the hurricane sessions, which were the conditioning sessions was the analogy that he used was something along the lines of this. If people think about a hurricane running through your city and fucking, you know, a level five a category five hurricane is going to cause a fuckload of damage. That means it needs more time, more people, more money, more resources to rebuild. Okay. And then that city is going to be built back bigger, stronger, better, okay, but that's going to take a long time to recover from. Now, level one hurricane is going to cause some damage, but it's much easier, much faster to clean up, doesn't need as much money, time, resources, energy, effort, right? And then obviously, you've got that spectrum everywhere in between. And what you just explained there might be like level three hurricane on a Monday, which is your moderate session. You're not hammering yourself. You're still getting some work done, right? not taking away from the session the next day, then the next day might be category five where you're working fucking hard, man. Category four or five, working fucking hard. Then the next day, you know, your body's trying to recover and adapt from that heavy session. Now you're pulling it back. Now it's category one, category two. You're doing something that's going to aid in your recovery, going to get the blood flowing. It's going to push those nutrients to those um, cells that need to be replenished, repaired, etc. You're going to get your lymphatic system working, which literally only you know cleans up um, extra uh, cellular fluid from pumping the muscles. Right? It doesn't have a pump like the heart does to pump blood. So um, that's going to aid that recovery. Then again, you go back into your level three. Then you level four, level five, then you level one, two. I love that, man. That's a that's a great approach. Yeah, thank you. I I, I just, I've just finished the the Joel Jameson eight weeks out course, and they use that massively for conditioning. But it's similarly, it's using strength and conditioning, and it's training with a purpose. I think that's something that we, me and you, get frustrated with is you see so much shit out there that's just training for the sake of training. And people should have better things to do than doing their fourth workout of the day on a Tuesday. They need to be. <laughs> 
and do it for a fucking reason and get something out of it. Don't just stand there and sweat and exercise like a dickhead because that's not going to get you any closer to what you're asking for. Most people are asking for an outcome. And when you give them outcome principle-based coaching, a lot of them don't like it because it seems so simple unless they have the intent to do it. When you Mm -hmm. give it the intent and you give it the, today is the day where I'm dropping the hammer. Today is the day where I'm recovering for tomorrow. Your training then becomes not just an exercise plan, it becomes a training aid for you to achieve something. And that achievement, yeah. man, is hugely important. And whether that's body comp, whether that's strength, whether that's injury prevention, they're all encompassing the same thing if you're, you're going for a principle-based approach, not just random and, and, yeah. gra- and yeah. happy We've, at the moment until you're broke. We've spoken about this before, mate. That's the difference between training and exercising. Exercise is what can I do right now to get my heart rate up, break a sweat, feel like I fucking worked. Right, training is looking at the overall picture and going, what can I do now that's going to, you know, push me towards my goal, but also allow me to, you know, undulate my training throughout the week. And everything is adding up. Everything's complementing each other, you know. So, you know that that idea of doing a hard session then a light session. I love that, man. That's something that I've been doing um, a lot myself over the last couple of years, um, and you know, very similar. Uh, template to what you spoke about earlier. Um, now, from my perspective, something that I was doing last year when we went into lockdown um, was breaking my one-hour training session up into 20-minute blocks. And, you know, normally when I'm in the gym, I typically neglect mobility work. So, I'll do enough mobility to get my body prepared for the session that's just about to come up. But you know, out of all of the different aspects of strength and conditioning, that's probably the thing that I neglect the most because I love lifting heavy. I love sprinting. I love jumping. I love throwing. I love fucking Olympic lifting. I love playing around on the rings. I love all that shit. And like, that's the hard training sessions, right? And, you know, that mentality that I've had for many, many years, 20 years of my life, I've been training. And, you know, that, that mentality of fucking go hard or go home, like, you know, it served me at times, but it also burnt me out at times. So something that I did when we went into lockdown last year was split my training session up, 20-minute blocks, okay? My primary focus, again, intent, my primary focus is I don't have access to heavy weights. I don't have access to gym equipment, etc., etc. I just finished my yoga course um, and returned from Australia. I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm going to practice my mobility. Yep, that was my primary focus. So... Then I do 20 minutes of mobility-based work, some, you know, yoga, sun salutations, some um, foam rolling, soft tissue work, banded distractions, blah, 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 blah. Then later, then I'd knock out a couple of hours of work, record a podcast or whatever, edit it up, upload, um, go through that process. And then, you know, around about 11 o'clock, 11.30, I'm like, all right, now it's a Monday. My focus is on strength. So I'll do, you know, strength and stability Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then I'll do some conditioning Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So then my next 20-minute block, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, cool, I'm focused on strength. I've only got a kettlebell. I've only got a TRX. I've only got body weight. I've only got bands. I'm going to focus on time under tension. I'm going to focus on um, full range of movement. I'm going to focus on generating as much tension as I can, blah, 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 full body workout. you know. And then later on that day on a Monday, you know what? Now conditioning might be my, my, my third goal. Mobility is my first goal. Strength is my second goal for Monday. Conditioning is going to be my third goal for Monday. So then I go for a little jog, right? Little jog. I've got a little um, complex here. Just run around the complex, man. 20 minutes, light jog, low intensity, steady state, 
right? Now, the, the great thing about this is if I just did my mobility that day and I didn't do my strength work because I got into a flow state recording a podcast, editing, blah, 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 and I didn't do my strength, didn't do my conditioning, I've done my number one priority, which is my mobility. Yeah, then the next day, you know what? Cool, I haven't, I didn't do those things. I'm still going to do my mobility first 20-minute block, my second 20-minute block. Now I'm going to hammer my conditioning, right? I'm going to do some sprint-based work. Sweet. Now, later on, I know that I've done a very heavy neurological training session. Maybe in the afternoon, it's going to be more mind-muscle connection where I'm focusing on, you know, building the pecs, building the delts, pumping the arms with with a set of bands or whatever. Then the next day again, mobility, number one. Strength, number two. Low-intensity, steady-state aerobic conditioning, number three. And that way, when I didn't have the time to do it or I chose not to do it because I was in a flow state or studying, I was doing other things, then like neglecting the second and third training session, I was okay with that, knowing that I'd done the number one priority. It's important, man. I mean, something that I, I that'd be my my biggest advice in my training, similarly to you. I'm a speed and power guy, man. I like lifting heavy shit and I like running fast. <laughs> or I like, I like just getting into it. But yeah. the, the, the realism of, of bodies getting older, we're sat in a desk a bit more often and that mm-hmm. I'm not a rugby player anymore. I think like, if you put yourself in the military, man, similarly, you talk about training three times a day. That's standard because you, you, you're a kid, man. You can eat a jam sandwich and eat nothing and you're still going <laughs> to be fit as fuck. Where now our bodies take way more to get in the game. They take way more preservation looking after and having a non-negotiable. So like me, I, I massively, I do, uh, I just do one, I do the world's greatest stretch every day. It's like a hip mobility flow from, uh, mm-hmm. Kelly Starrett. I do that because I got really tight hips because of the way my hips move. That's my win. But the, 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 the vision for me is, is to be able to get more in, uh, in the sessions as much as possible in between sets of doing heavy stuff because looking after you're, you're in this for the long haul, man. And if you just think you can keep pushing the gas pedal, you're not going to get anywhere. And it's something that I get, my, my, as I said, I, I have to zoom my sister to get it done with me because I, I, I've, I've never, now you've learned it. You can put, you can put that into your practice and I'll probably steal it off you because it's something that is, Prevalent, especially for the guys who we're listening to this, who are stuck at home on Zoom, doing that 20 minute block first thing in the morning is going to clear your head. It's going to get you your body mobilized and get you ready for the day rather than you sat there scrolling on your fucking phone, doing shit that you don't need to do at 7 a.m. Do something that's going to be advantageous for you rather than picking up an email at half six. Because unless you look after yourself, you're looking after nobody. And then suddenly, mm-hmm you're in the game and that is going to definitely work a lot for the listeners as well as for us too as well. Yeah, absolutely, man. And just to piggyback off the end of that, you know, that was literally like I maintained my structure, man. You know, people like, you know, how are you dealing with lockdown? And I was like, I'm dealing with lockdown fine. I was like, I was like, my, my, my day is the same. <laughs> like the only difference is I don't have to leave home to, you know, go to the gym, work and train my clients because I'm so structured that I literally just... You know, I sat down and I wrote down my values, man, and I'd have it in one of my notepads here, but the number one value was health and immune system, and that was the number one heading, and then that off that was like, you know, meditation, um, physical exercise, um, sunlight, uh, reading, blah, 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 all these things, and the next thing was um, personal growth, and that was study, podcast, um, research, blah, 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 and then the last thing was um you know uh financial or social i think financial social somewhere there and it was like off that was like call three people a week 
don't spend more than you need, da 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 And I was like, had these three main headings and like that literally, again, tying back into the value systems, understanding what your values are, having those main headings and then having subheadings off them. Dude, once you understand that, you can fucking look at that chart and go, all right, these are my number one priorities. Where can I slot them into my schedule? Right. These are my number one, number two priorities. Where can I slot them into my schedule? These are my number three priorities. Where can I slot them into my schedule? And the cool thing about doing that is, in my opinion, you can then start allocating uh, time and energy at different times of the day to those different things. So, as an example, you know, I know that I've got most of my energy first thing in the morning. So, if you know, health and immune system is the number one priority. Guess what I'm doing when I get up first thing in the morning? I'm fucking moving. I'm eating good food. I'm hydrating. I'm getting some sunshine. I'm doing some meditation. I'm having a coffee. I'm having a stretch, right? Then the second priority was um, personal growth, right? Podcast, record a podcast, edit a podcast, research for a podcast, read, um, you know, tie study, anatomy and physiology course, blah, 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 blah. All right, cool. Now I'm slotting that in throughout the day that's my next most important priority so now i can pop that in all right then my last thing is financial social whatever i'm going to call some friends blah blah blah. so that stuff's going in towards the end of the day now the point that i'm making here is once you understand that you know you might have had a poor night's sleep maybe you're a little bit stressed out maybe you you know watch tv watch news and you're fucking you know covid's getting close or you've had bad news from back home whatever it might be All right, now when I wake up in the morning, I'm still going to make sure that I prioritize my health and immune system. But instead of hammering myself with a heavy conditioning session or a fucking, you know, hard sprint session or, you know, heavy, um, heavy training session, I'm going to do the mobility based work. I'm still going to get some sunshine. I know that stuff's going to make me feel better. It's going to start me off on the front foot. It's, it's going to allow me to tick off the, that first win of the day. An achievement breeds, breeds achievement, bro. Right. And then, you know, maybe I'm still a little bit tired. I'm still a little bit fatigued. Maybe the personal growth stuff, maybe editing a podcast is not going to be good because I'm not going to be efficient with it. I can't, my cognitive functions a little bit off, blah, blah, blah. All right. Now I'm going to push that out. I'm going to put something else in. I'm going to match my energy levels. I'm going to match my tasks to my energy levels. So instead of, you know, recording a podcast and, you know, researching for a podcast or doing my anatomy and physiology course or studying Thai, right now I might just jump on my emails answer some emails there maybe i'm like end up calling a couple of friends and family and shit back home right because it doesn't take me that much energy and my whole day might be like that where i'm like you know what i don't feel great today but what can i tick off this list that is still going to make me feel better where i'm still going to feel productive towards the end of the day you know what i've ticked off this 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 now i'm going to sit back i'm going to fucking play playstation chill out maybe i'm going to have a nap watch a movie whatever Knowing that, and again, going back to that undulating system, you know, I just had a light day. I know tomorrow I can probably, I'm going to make sure I'm going to get a good night's sleep. Tomorrow I'm going to wake up. I'm going to be on the front foot. Now I'm going to make sure I get some good training. Now I'm going to make sure I'm, you know, doing my my heavy cognitive-based work first thing in the morning, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that's really important to understand what your values are, man, because then you can start structuring it in. Then you can start um, allocating time to, you know, or time or sorry energy levels to different um tasks that need to be done absolutely matt it's putting your bullshit visor on is there anything that's not in your value system is telling it to fuck off and i think yeah. that's putting it labor that's literally it is like the key to everything you just said is taking 10 minutes to write it down yeah and 10 minutes to know what's coming out of your head and what's important to you 
and putting that into your calendar. Something that I learned, I, I, I learned this through, through a mentor of mine is literally spending 15 minutes with a piece of paper writing down your day. And you mm-hmm. can see trends in your day and you can match energy levels. You can match uh, times in which you get work done. You can match times in which you don't want to get work done. And then putting that in your calendar and having it as that as your non-negotiable, uh, like one for me, I wake up first thing in the morning, I read. I'm fluent dyslexic. I'm proper dyslexic. But I do it every day. Is that a term, fluent dyslexic? Uh, it's definitely phone in a towel 2021, boss. But I, meaning, it takes me so fucking long to read. But I do it every morning because I know I've got no one annoying me. I don't go on my phone until seven. And I know that I've got time to do it. But then the other values in my life that I have, they, they have a specific color-coded place in my diary that does yep. not get touched. Mm-hmm. Because I know that if I get this done, at the end of the day, I'm going to feel fulfilled. I'm going to have all my ducks in order. And I'm going to be progressing forward. If you are going into chaos, not knowing either your day or knowing what you stamp, what you value in the respect of your days, that's when you struggle. And I think that's something that you, that you, you have down to a T and whether that's because of the military, and I think it's not, I think it's also because of the way that you, the, the hardships that you've had. It's massively important that just, if, if there's anything out of this, an hour and however long we've talked for, is get a fucking pen and literally write down one note about your day for each day that you, that you have as a not you have to do. And then fill your days around it because I'm telling you, man, like you said, it would be that you get a win, you get two, you get three, you get four, and suddenly, you go to bed playing, like you said, watching a movie, and you don't care. When you've missed mm-hmm. the day and you've missed out what's important to you, that's what pisses you off and everything goes downward. It's a downward spiral yeah. of bullshit because you're, you have, you've lost the day. That's important. Mate, that is a fucking great place to start winding up the episode. Um, and something you said there is you've won the day. And if you can stack more winning days together than you stack losing days together, you've now won the week. And if you can do that over the course of the month, you've now won the month. You can do that over the course of the years. Now, you've fucking won the years, man. And that's it. Compound it's about interest, doing the right man. thing. It's about, yeah, exactly, bro. It's about it's about stacking those wins, man. Yeah, that's Literally. amazing, bro. Yeah, man. Anything you want to finish with, brother? No, nah, just thanks for listening to us two talk shop for the last however long. It's always <laughs> a pleasure, man. I love seeing you. It's good crack. Yeah, it is a good crack, mate. I was going to split this up over a couple of episodes, but I reckon I'll drop it as one, man. <laughs> Otherwise, it won't really make too much sense. But yeah, we, we sure always tend to do I, that. Hopefully, they haven't got a drunk listening to it, man, because it's a long one to get, get into it. And I'd, I'd love to hear any <laughs> any stories from it, man. As I said, this stuff is the in-the-weeds grey piece of coaching, but it's so cool to hear that people action stuff. So I hope anybody gets something from it. Yeah, for sure. I'll have all of Wink, uh, Will's links in the show notes. Uh, so if you guys want to tag us on the socials, uh, make sure you hit us up and, uh, uh, any five star ratings and reviews are much appreciated. Will, thank you very much for having you, uh, for coming on the show, brother. And there we have a great advice and template for how people should structure their week and their training days. Uh, this episode will be released on Thursday, the 20th of May on monday the 24th of may that will actually be one year of podcasting for me that will be the anniversary so i'll have a special anniversary edition thank you guys very much for tuning in much appreciated much love peace